So welcome back to another episode of Renting an Apartment in New York City. My name is Rodolfo Delgado, and we're here today with Andres Borges, a real estate agent turned entrepreneur. Andres, why don't we start by having you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. So I was born and raised in Colombia. At the age of three, my father passed away. Uh, because of those circumstances, my mom had to leave uh, the country to try to provide us a better life. So she left that two years later, so at five. And, um, you know, from five to ten, uh, she was trying to have, like, multiple people try to take care of us. You know, if, uh, grandparents, uncles, uh, or she would pay someone else to take care of us. You know, it was it was tough. You could say that my childhood was always, like, Never had a steady home, always moving homes to homes. But I think, you know, from my perspective now, that's just life. <laughs> and then eventually at the end of 10, uh, we got reunited. Uh, she was able to bring us back to this country. And we're more than grateful to be here. I was always the type of kid in school, middle school and high school to get bullied. I'm, as you know, I'm a very, I'm 5'6". I was very skinny. Uh, I'm skinny now. So imagine back then, got bullied. I think that's just kind of school things, you know? I left my house at 18. I was doing multiple jobs. How often did you used to switch homes? Because you said- As a kid? Yes. So it was usually every year, I think, uh, every year. My last two years in Colombia, it was my uncle who decided to take care of myself and my sister. Mm -hmm. So at least we were together the last two years before I came to this country. Prior to that, I think uh, my sister and I got separated again because I guess- Taking care of me itself was already difficult enough for some people. Okay. Uh, so I think there was a few years where I was basically by myself as a kid growing up with uh, strangers or people who would say, in quotes, they'll take care of you. There was actually this one thing that I told my mom when I first came here. I didn't tell her anything before. Is that this one family that took care of me, um, you know, I used to have this radio that my mom left behind. That's how long ago it was. And I used to go to sleep hugging it and listening to it because it was like the one memory that I felt that I had for my mom, actually. Wow. And for some reason, they, the family took it away from me. Uh, the family, I remember they were trying to feed me and I couldn't eat anymore. They were like telling me things like, if you throw up, we're going to make you eat your own throw up, things like that. Especially if you're a kid, like from six, seven years old, you get scared. But um, that's the past. Now, that way that I see it, I think the message that I get of all the things that happened to my life is that life doesn't really happen to us. Life happens for us and it teaches you opportunities. These obstacles in life, I think, is the doorway to become someone better or not. At the end of the day, I think it's your, your decision to choose what you do with that opportunity, whether you want to open the door and go through it or, I guess, leave it closed. And I think especially when you're in that moment, when you're, like, in mud, there is no way to, for you to see clear or for you to, I guess, reflect back onto your inner thoughts and be like, think positively. You know, it's, it's hard. You yeah. know, not everyone thinks like that. And specifically, like I said, in that moment. But yeah, I I guess I had a good childhood. I like to think of it that I was able to learn from those experiences and know how to treat people better. Yeah. At 18, I made the decision to move out. It was was a good struggle. And I I like to say it's a good struggle because you you learn so much from those, from getting yourself uncomfortable, from getting yourself into more trouble, but not trouble like with the police, more like into like the daily struggles that sometimes you need to have. Because I realized that it makes you appreciate things a lot more. Yeah. I've always looked up to my mom. And, you know, just thinking back when she left us when I was five, 
I always thought about the way, how can someone leave their kids? But I, I wasn't thinking about it like that in a negative way. I always thought about it like, wow, she's really strong to leave her only family behind now just to provide us a, a future that she's not even sure. She came to this country not knowing anybody. She just still doesn't speak proper English. I always paid for my own things. I was working since I was 18. I had three jobs at a time. I was working as a server. I was working the weekends uh, doing film production for a, for a dance competition company. And I was a TV director for a small uh, Bengali TV station called Tank TV. Mm-hmm. I had those all of these things going to help me pay for my rent, to help me pay for my school, and to some extent, try to feed myself. My parents don't know this. My family don't really know this. At that point in my life, I was struggling financially as well, that my best friend at the time, he knew what was happening to me, but I just never really said it out loud. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's pride that help, you know, that keeps us from um, sharing. sharing, you know, and sometimes it's something that we learn eventually. But at that time, you know, in 18, 19, you know, you're prideful. I moved out. Yes, I can do this. You don't want to show anybody the bad things that are happening to you. It's kind of like social media, right? My best friend knew, and so he, at the time, he lived in Far Rockaway, and he would come all the way to Bayside, which for those who don't know, the distance is about maybe a two-hour train ride. He would take a train to another train to a bus, but the main reason he would do it is because he knew I wasn't eating, so he would bring me food. He would say, oh, this is for the both of us. It's on me. Don't worry, but it'll be for me to eat. Um, Yeah. So it was a struggle that taught me how to handle, I guess, my finances better, I mean, you know, you have school, you have rent, you have a lot of things happening. And I wasn't spending, like, going out every weekend because I wasn't, I already have my, my hands full, right? Yeah. Uh, Working three jobs. Absolutely. You don't have time for that. And I want to say that thanks to those experiences is that has really driven me to, I guess, be where I am today. I'm grateful where I am today. I, um, as you know, I still do real estate. Yes. I've been doing it for almost three years. Uh, I recently started my own uh green marketing company called Greenmo. That's awesome. Um, yeah, thank you. So, That's you know, amazing. I've been able to take all of these lessons that in my young life and be able to shape them into something that hopefully I can serve people better, you yeah. know? How long have you been in New York for? Uh, it's been 16 years. I came at the age of 10. At the age of 10. <laughs> and you've come from working three jobs to opening up your own company. Yes. That sounds incredible. Not an easy journey, of course, as you know, uh, starting a company, it's always difficult, especially with real estate. As you know, the environment right now, it's not the best, uh, at least for us um, real, estate real estate agents who are kind of just still in the two to five year trajectory of their of their um, career, of their career. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's funny because when I first started real uh, real estate, I never came in here for the money. So I really went in there just wanting to learn what was the process of buying a home. So. I started real estate. I'm still doing part-time serving, to be honest, at the time. Because as you know, when you first start, you got to have a side hustle. If you don't have six months at least saved up for to start in real estate, you should have at least a side hustle. I mean, what I can say to that is, even though that real estate is a full-time career, it takes a couple of months for your career to start taking off. Absolutely. You have to be prepared financially for that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you have to adjust to that change, especially if you're used to working maybe a nine to five or if you're in the serving industry, but at least you have a weekly or monthly paycheck coming to you, right? Mm. Moving to an industry that's only all based in commission could be a little difficult. And if you're not planned accordingly, it could be a, a harsh change for people, right? Absolutely. So I actually got my first commission check uh, within like, I think my second month. 
I remember um, it was this young kid looking, first moving out of his home as well. And I was putting myself in his shoes and I was like, you know, this is, this is tough. He was very happy. And at the end of the day, I was very satisfied for that. However, I remember that my hunt for just to get a lead, it's just like never ending. I've always come from a, a, a place of servitude. I want to be able to assist people who are looking for, for this specific service. And they, they see you just as one agent. You still don't have the chance to tell them this is who I am. I'm, I'm completely different from this other 32,000 agents that exist in New York, New York City, yeah. right? I'm not here to really just do, a, I don't know, a bait and switch, or I'm not here to just take a treasury commission when there's like a landlord's giving me a, a free month. No, I want to genuinely help you out. But sometimes, you know, they don't have this perspective. This, this, there's this connotation about real estate agents already that unfortunately it's, it's been put out there. And I hope that, you know, in my journey that I still have as a real estate agent, I want to be able to change that perspective in some way. That's exactly why we started Replay Listings as well, right? Our company, Replay Listings, for those of you who don't know, we are a listing platform in which people can find rental apartments in New York. What's very different about it is that we only show renters or potential renters unedited videos because, as you said, people right now approach brokers and real estate agents with such skepticism. It's like you're starting that relationship at a negative five. Yes. Right? And what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a platform that will allow you to begin that relationship with your client, at least in a zero. Yeah. Without that skepticism, you know, bait and switch. Yeah. And I think it's a great platform. I think it's, uh, it helps a lot of people, helps a lot of agents, and it creates that transparency between the consumer and the, the agent. So I Correct. think it's, it's fantastic. And thank you. definitely encourage everyone to go check it out. Uh, not a sponsor message. <laughs> no. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, Tell us more about the company that you're creating now. Sure. So it's a green marketing company. So basically, we want to focus on providing green services to businesses. We want to approach it also in a consulting aspect where we we have a specific business who are, let's take, for example, a restaurant, right? They have a place where they get their food from. They have a place where they get their plastic and to-go containers. If there's a way for us to change their supply chain to maybe a more biodegradable source, a more eco-friendly manufacturers, why not connect them with that? Oftentimes, the investment of that switch could be a little higher, but in the long run, it's, it has a greater return. When we were doing the business plan for this whole business, we saw that there's a, a statistics, right? From Nielsen, 9 out of 10 millennials are willing to spend 10 to 15% more on products that are helping the environment, right? The yeah. climate change is something that everyone's aware of now, and there's been a bigger movement for like the, the past recent years. So we try Absolutely. to bring uh, to the light all of these services that already exist to people and connect them in a way that it's easy for them to make the switch. Um, green energy suppliers, right? There's so many of amazing. them. Yeah. Thank you. It's all again with the place of servitude to help the world in this in this perspective, right? Mm. Um, so that's the main core from from our my company. Uh, I co-founded with another friend of mine. Her name is Maria Batinkova. She used to be uh, working with a company called GCB Realty. Yeah, great uh, company. Right. And I think it goes back again to making the best of those uh, opportunities, right? Yeah. If you had a message to people that are listening to this, that may be right now in their lives where you were years ago, what would you say? If they're struggling at this specific moment, it's going to be very hard to listen to some random stranger from a podcast. Tell them everything's going to be okay. You have to make the most out of those, those struggles. 
it's going to be okay. <laughs> and it's a little counterintuitive for me to say that, but it's going to be okay. It really is. You could either be the victim or the victor, and you have to make the best out of those opportunities. Yeah, sometimes, like I said, you're blinded by that specific moment of being down on the dirt, but you need to learn how to get up and keep going forward because life will keep moving forward with you or without you. That's the truth. Keep keep fighting. They have to keep fighting because the moment you give up on anything that you truly want, that's the moment you lose. Everyone yeah. fails. You know, I think Thomas Edison, uh, this is a quote that he says, that they say that he failed a thousand times with the light bulb, but he only needed one to succeed. Yeah. And that was the one that he, he really needed. Optimism is also a very, very powerful overlooked uh, trait from people that I, I hope people can set themselves in a positive mindset. Yeah. And of course, it's easier said than done. But it starts with just that thought, you know, it, everything starts with thought. It's up to you to commit to yourself, to your chains. And if you really want to grow and make the best out of opportunities, you need to start feeling uncomfortable, start getting used to getting to those struggles and seeing that every closed door that you can open is an opportunity for a better one that's going to come. Yeah, I like that. Um, to your point, um, I have a very close friend of mine who was a boxer, very healthy. He was diagnosed positive with COVID-19 in early March or mid-March. And just yesterday, he was released from the hospital after 142 days wow. of being there. He was on a ventilator, tracheotomy, everything. He used to be a boxer, but he's still definitely a fighter because I feel like during that moment of hardship, the best thing that you can do is just look at the problem or the demons that you're facing in the eyes and give a full fight, you know? You have to. Because that's all you can do. Yeah. Because that's all you can do. And when I, yesterday, when I heard that news that he was being released, I was so happy because you can tell that he was putting up a fight. You know, we, we know that. And I want you, Andrew, if you're listening to this, because Andrew has been a guest on this very podcast, we're rooting for you. We are. And to everyone that's right now going through that hardship, however form or shape that may take, you know, if it's financial or mental or physical, we're rooting for you. We're here with you. We see you and we want you to be better. So keep the fight. That's all we can do, right? Absolutely. If I may just add one more thing uh, to this, um, something that really has helped me as well through my whole life, it's being grateful. Again, Everyone has a rough start. Everyone has their own stories. But everyone can at least be grateful for the things that they do have, at least at that moment. Even if you don't see it, if you're financially struggling, you still hopefully have your health, right? Yes. You have your family. You have friends that love you. Uh, being grateful is such a powerful tool because it really changes your perspective. I'm more, more often grateful for where I am today and where I've come from. And that feeling of gratefulness it's also something that helps me move forward in life and yeah. pushes me andres i'm very grateful and proud of you thank you for being here with us today rodolfo it was a pleasure i hope that you know whoever listens to my story realize that it's not about the struggles it's about what you make out of them thank you for having me it was a pleasure being here and hopefully we can have more talks like this every now and then okay absolutely <laughs> thank you if you're an agent experiencing hardship at Replay Listings, we want to help out. Please reach out to me directly at info at replaylistings.com 
and I will personally make sure that within our platform, you are well taken care of. <laughs>